Innovation means moving forward. It means change. It means improvements. Nokia has contributed technologies. They are integrated to billion devices every year. We are creating the standards 2G to 5G to 6G. And standards define the future of these technologies. The best way to predict the future is to actually create it. Nokia innovates. Find out how to license our technology at nokia.com forward slash inventions. This is what's wacky to us. I'm Rick. I'm Song. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, we're here today. we back. Finally. You're on track. You know, so. sometimes we have, uh, we experience technical difficulties and had to upgrade <laughs> our equipment and Did get back we? on track. Yes, we had to get back on track and we're back. All right. So what's the what's, what's the subject today? What are we going to be a subject matter half an expert on? Well, we're going to talk about how sometimes, you know, you just have to let people rock out. You can see the train wreck coming six miles away and you just, you know, sometimes you have to let people do what they want to do despite them asking you for advice and then you're going to see what they would rather do. So... You know, we're going to talk about that and the circumstances that come up with that where you just sometimes have to just let people rock. Let them let them rock out. And that's meaning, like, I think a lot of people, they really don't want your input. They just want you to listen. And or they want you to with agree them. with them. Yep. That's what it is. And they come to you with this, like, what do you think? They're asking you, what do you think? But really, when you tell them what you think, they're not going to use none of that. So it's like a waste of energy. It's like a, a waste of energy, a waste of time. So sometimes, like especially with older people, like they'll come to you like, ah, oh, yo, this happened, blah, 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 what you think I should do? And you'll go and listen and you're going back and forth. And then later on, you'll be like, but you did everything you said you wasn't going to do. Literally. And now you're in a situation. Literally. So... That happens a lot, especially with the older generation, especially like with like my friends and older, you know, older as I see it. Family see members. It. Family members, everybody. You just got to let them rock out. You be yeah, let them go. knowing that the, the, the crap they talking about is some straight BS. You be knowing it's wrong and you be knowing it's it's full of crap. And sometimes you just got to let them rock out. You know, they be having people have selective memory and you'll be like in your own mind, like, what? Where did that come from? Because that's not what happened. But you know what? I don't want to argue. I'm not trying to debate this. If that's how you saw it, have at it. If you like it, I love it. I'm not even going to argue with you. Yeah, because at the end of the day, a person, they are looking for a person that's actually looking for agreement and not, you know, they have a problem and they're not really looking for the right solution. They already in their head, they got the solution, like what they're going to do. They're looking for that total agreement. Because if you if you flip it on them and start being like, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. Do that. They're going to be like, yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, no, you was going to do the same. You're right. I'm that's not right because yeah. this is not even what I really think. But I'm just going along with what you with you because this is what you want to hear and I know this is what you want to hear so that's where I'm at with it right now so if my friends my fans listen to it sometimes you you, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast because sometimes I might be agreeing with you and be like yo you're a total fucking idiot 
with what you about to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. And that goes for, like I said, people will ask you for advice. You know, people that know me know I do readings for people and I will give them the best advice possible and they'll turn around and do the antithesis of everything. And you know what? Okay. Okay. Yeah. We literally can discuss the, the best solution and you'll do the opposite and then be like, you know what? I shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh, well, you know what? Okay. It's have at it. I'm not going to argue with you. That's what keeps me in business. Like I said, I can see the train wreck coming a mile away. It's like if you know someone is an alcoholic and you're steadily giving them liquor, but at the same time saying you want to help them and you don't want them to drink no more. Okay. In all reality, that's not what you want. You just want someone to co-sign the foolishness and you got to let people rock out. People will ask you for advice. And they don't want the advice. They want the cosign. They want you to yeah. cosign whatever BS they have going on. Yeah. I'm going to cosign all your bullshit. But, all of it. And don't get me wrong. I may not have the solution for you. But don't come asking because you're coming to me like you respect my opinion. So don't come here asking me my opinion and then totally not use it because now you're just doing foolery. So... Um, and that and you can harp on this like in many different ways because it's like with business people do it they be open a business like I have a lot of friends in business and they'll be getting ready to open a business venture they be like yo what you think blah 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 they'll turn around you'll tell them what you think y'all like someone said you guys will come together the meeting of the minds come up with a, a doable plan do the total opposite and from my personal experience that opposite always is wrong and it's always something and then you come back I don't want to hear when you come back yo you was right I don't want I hate that <laughs> I hate that yo you was right I shoulda coulda woulda nobody want to hear that and it does nothing for me anyway by you telling me that I was you, right and you wasted my time then that yeah. means when we talked about this you wasted my time because you went and did the opposite that's why sometimes you just gotta let people rock so you could see what they'd rather do they can ask you for the greatest, you can give the greatest advice, the perfect solution, the perfect answer, and they'll do the opposite. And that's when you get to see what they would rather do. They'd rather do what you didn't say. So, yeah, and I don't care if you think I was right after the fact. Like, I don't think you, if you think I'm right during the fact, honestly, because you came to me, I didn't seek you out. So, stuff like that, just it just baffles me. And it's a lot of that goes around. You get that, you know, you take the advice and then act like you didn't get to where you are because of the advice. You suddenly act like you're the one who had all the answers and you're the one who came to to be where you are and you won't give the credit, you won't give anything. So you know what? Again, you got to let them rock out because when you give the advice and they do take it and then want to act like, oh, I did it. This is, I got here because of all of this. Not because, oh, you know, my my best friend gave me some solid advice that really worked for me. Not, you know, my parents looked out with some great advice. No, you got there on your own, even though you came seeking the advice. But again. Oh, kids are definitely like. Family, everybody. They the won't give you the, the credit most. and they you get to see what they would rather do. Kids come back years later and be like, you was right. They come back 
many years later, be like, you was right, mom. You was right. Your pops, you was right about that. I know. That's After they done screwed like, I know up. I was right. Yeah, That's why I told you. One thing a kid doesn't realize, like, I've been where you're at. you never been where I'm at. Literally. You, you know, like, you can't even, it's no thing of catching up. Like, you, you're going to get there, and I'm going to be older. I'm going to be more wiser. You know, so it's like, you know, unless you got this kid that's just a genius, he might be a genius at something that's in the workforce or educational, but he's probably going to be not a genius in just basic common sense. Like most people that's like eggheads and smart and they, they not, they don't, they're not smart. They don't have common sense. So, you know, like common sense ain't common. It ain't. And kids try to, you know, they, like, I don't want to hear, like, I always tell someone, I'd be like, I don't want to hear from a person telling me how to live longer that's half my age. Okay. How are you trying to tell me how to live longer and I already have lived longer than you? Mm. That's crazy. That's they're like, yo, you should do this. Stop eating that. You should stop doing this. Stop doing that. But they're, they're the expert. They're the expert. You're the proof, but you're like half the my age. You're the proof. Like, shouldn't you be getting advice from me? Like, how do I get to that your age? What you do to get to your age? I don't know. I don't know. You know, they're looking for a co-signer. That's all. There's so much going wanna, on. There's no common sense. You have to let people be so you can see what they would rather do. And when you see it, you like I said, you'll see the crash and burn that's coming. You'll see it. But you also know that if you say, you know what, you're headed for a crash and burn... The person gets mad at you. <laughs> then it's like, oh, I no. thought you was going to support me. And, oh, you don't really care that what I want to do. And it's like, okay, you asked me what I thought. I tell you. I might even give you the exact reasons why I think you're going to crash and burn. And you still will get mad and resentful and have something to say like, oh, how could you? You don't support me. And that's not it. I'm giving you my version of events. It might come from experience. It might come because someone was in a similar situation and I saw what happened there. Gunshots. Gunshots to those who do that. Gunshots. Gunshots. I'm just saying. Yeah, we taking shots. Just How like do y'all that. react when people ask you for advice yeah. and they don't take it and you see that you knew what they didn't listen to was going to lead them to the situation that they're in now, which is a precarious one. You know, how do you deal with that? Do you just be like, oh, well, shrugs, it is what it is. Or are you like freaking idiot? Are you like, see, this is why I told you, you know, you're going to come back with your two cents of like, yeah, I saw that coming 10 miles ago. That's why I told you, you know, or are you like, we got, oh, well, because we in a, and then as you know, being my age and, and getting up there, it's crazy because I'm actually watching the world change right in front of my eyes, like everything from cars to people to, you know, just everything. And people, what I did see change, people want to hear the, they want, they don't want the hard truth. They Not want anymore. the, no. they want the, they want the comfortable lie. Nobody want to be uncomfortable. They want the comfortable lie versus the hard truth. And that's, that is a problem here. That is a problem here in America. I don't know about foreign countries because I'm not in a foreign country, but here, it's a problem. It's creating a it's creating a a, a really bad problem where everybody's feelings like I don't want to hear the truth. 
I want you to comfort me. Coddle and, me. Yeah. And and that's not going to build character. It doesn't build character. That's why we at where we at now. Everybody just co-signs foolishness. You'll see the dumbest shit on social media that a hundred other people will co-sign. And you'll be like, surely someone sees the idiocy in this. And they don't. And you know what? You got to let it rot. Let, let, them, it rot. let them be stupid. Because if you go in there and voice your opinion, like on something like what someone said on social media, all of those people, because those are like-minded people, and you're in the wrong room to voice your opinion. They're going to jump all over you. And then, you know, they go, oh, this and that, you don't understand, da 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 and they could be 100% wrong. But in their world, in that post, you are wrong. Because you're not co-signing the foolishness. Yeah. And you're in the wrong post. And that's going on right now. The people who are dissenting from, uh, let this man be in the women's oh. swimming team. And, you know, it's like oh, you have man. one half that's like, oh, it is a woman because he said he's a woman. And that's a woman. And you have the other people like... Uh, it's obvious that this man is winning in women's sports because he's a man, and the DNA, After the muscle builds five hundred and something. Right when he was a male swimmer, so he just was like, "I'm gonna say I'm a girl, and I'll be in first place versus being in five hundred and twelfth place." And you know, people co-sign the foolery, and now it took all of this time. For people with common sense to be like, no, we're not allowing this foolishness anymore. You had half who were like, you know what? Let them rock. Let you know what? Until you start taking medals from Becky, you know. Okay. And they start being like, no, this is not okay. He's a man. He has <laughs> testosterone. He's just born different. Just like with everything else. You know? Everybody want to be comfortable. We don't want to hurt feelings and say, no, hey, no. You know, start a league of transgender people and you guys compete against each other. Everything has to be inclusive. And I don't think everything has to be. Me personally, I don't think everything has to be inclusive. If it's fair, yeah. But if it's not fair, you can't include people. And somebody having that much testosterone, I don't care if you're on pills or not or whatever you're doing to decrease your testosterone. And don't get me wrong, some women can beat males at sports. Yes, they can. But... 90% 90% of those males are going it, to, it'll should that male gene will show up and help them out and give them an advantage. Sort of like steroids. They say steroids do, you know. So, you know, people want to be comfortable and we're comforting everybody and it's starting to become a big problem. And just like, but one thing I'm glad about is like with um, black women are stepping up against this anti-masculinity thing. I'm starting to see a lot of black women like really step into the plane and like, no, you you women are wrong. You women are wrong. And this whole independent thing is a lie. Because, you know, the household is meant to be with a man and a woman, two people. Like, why take all of that on and work harder to get all this stuff just to say I'm independent and struggle still? You got to get more schooling. You got to get more everything just on you. Just to be like, I'm independent. I don't need this. I don't need that. But guess what? Every the, Most people that say they don't need something always need something. And that, and you're also, why would you intentionally deprive your child of what they're entitled to? Your child is entitled to two parents. Hence, that's what it took to create them. They are entitled to the love of two parents. And, you know, once again... 
it's that's always coming into question now. Um, you know, and you know, we did a show on this a few shows back. You can go back a few shows and we talked about why in our communities that is stressed vehemently being strong and independent and pretty much every other community is teaching you from childhood how to be a good mate, how to be a good husband, how to be a good wife. When, you know, getting married is a, 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 a customary thing in raising your children outside of our communities. And that's something else that we have just kind of let rock. And now that our communities struggle, well, they're not even struggling because we do have the number one in active fathers and children's lives in, our, in, in the black community. Go figure. It took all this time for that to be acknowledged because everybody acts like black children don't have no fathers. And it turns out black fathers are the number one most active in their children's lives. Um, But again, we let it rock that our daughters should be strong, independent, and they don't need nobody to take care of them. And that's rooted in a lot of other things, but it ultimately hurts the community for the long run. Um, you know, there's got to be some common sense. There's got to be some common sense. Sometimes you have to let people rock when they wrong. So that's the only way they're going to learn. Let it rock. Let them go. Sometimes you let people with the wrong memory rock out. You be knowing that's not what happened. But you know what? Have at it. I don't want to argue about it. But my advice to my advice to the to the listeners would be this. Don't be scared of the hard truth. Word. For the don't trade the hard truth. For the comfortable lie. Because the hard truth is going to get you forward. The comfortable lie is going to keep you right where you at. And you're going to keep creating, keep repeating the same mistakes over and over. So, And like we were talking about today, sometimes you have to do things differently to get a different oh, result. Man, yes. You have to. If you keep doing the same thing you did and you're still getting the same result, it's because it's time to change. It's not working. It's not working. You got to sometimes throw something different to the wall and see what sticks. And then, and it, and I'm, I'm going to tell you from my personal experience with a lot of things, like sometimes, and I always used to call it, I used to compare it to being in the dryer. Like when you're in a dryer, if you get, if you're in a dryer and the clothes, you're just spinning and spinning and spinning. Sometimes you got to get out. You got to get out. You got to get out and see. Stop spinning because you're not, because you're in that dryer, you're dizzy. So when you get out, you see things more clearly and just fall back, fall, fall back from things that you're doing for, for, for a length of time. And just, you're going to see things so much clearer. And when you jump back in, you're going to get better results. I'm telling you because Staying in that drive is going to have you just spin it, spin it, spin it, spin it. You just you can't even think straight, so you just you just going with it. Stop just going with it just because. Get out, step back, and get some focus. Focus is everything, because when you focus and you see you see clear, you're gonna be like, wow, you're gonna see everything you was doing wrong, and you're gonna be able to actually fix some of that stuff. And you know, and when you change things up, that's how you change your result, also. When you do something different and you try it different and 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 everything starts small. Start small with the, the differences. Take a different route. Change up the furniture. Change the energy. Change it up for a different result. Change yourself up for a different result. You notice how we took this podcast from sometimes you got to let people rock out and we changed it up and got all the way to changing things up. That's how you got to do because you know we be taking left turns on what's wacky to us. That's what we do here. And we ain't going to keep harping on those old things. I don't know. You got any wacky news today? 
All the uh, wacky news you know you what I, I had heard, which was crazy? What? There was a woman in Florida who was fishing and came across the swordfish. And the sure. swordfish, like, went, you know, when you're fishing and that uh-huh. swordfish be going crazy. And it wound up stabbing and killing her from fishing. Oh, man. Like, that was, like, one of those freak once in a, you know, wow. one in ten what, million it chances. Dived into her? It, it, like, was bucking with the fishing. Oh, and man. wound up, yo, it was just the like the nuttiest thing out of all things. The swordfish and the swordfish winds up killing you. So, what do you think about this thing that's going on at Disney World with the with, with the, the kids, with the characters not ignoring, ignoring our, our the little, black little, little black kids and hugging the little white kids? Is getting disrespected. And I seen the face on them kids, man. They were so hurt, like when the, it was and so hurt and them off. Like, yeah, it's like. And the and the character waved the waved the little kid off a few times. Yeah, and so all these videos been coming up now. It's all over the place. Like it's it wasn't just that one incident. It's been like and it's that same character who has multiple complaints of doing that. And the the Sesame Place tried to downplay it like it was just a, a no touch a, a, a no touch thing. So they're obviously not trying to you know rectify this, and so hence. All these other videos are coming to light. I think it's horrible. Anybody who could hurt a child, even in that kind of way, like, for God's sakes, you're in a costume. Like, have some decency, some humility. Be a a decent human being. It's a baby, for Christ's sake. It's outrageous. You know, I would sue. I would be like, my baby's traumatized. They they, they, They on it. They on it. You don't got entertainers, everybody... Speaking out, activists, everybody speaking out on it. But more wacky news: we got this guy from Hungary, Hungary, Hungary. Uh, Victor Orban's speech. He's a far right prime minister. Oh God! Has lashed out against the mixing of European and non-European races in a speech that immediately drew outrage from the opposition. Meanwhile, he himself looks like he's Middle Eastern-ish of, <laughs> of Middle Eastern descent. He does not look like a. Uh, an Aryan Nordic uh, he said, we Caucasian. Are Hungarians. He don't look like it. He looks like he's from the Middle East. We I'm Hungarians just are not a mixed race, and we do not want to become a mixed race. Said Orbán's on he Saturday. He added that countries where European and non-Europeans mingle, no longer nations. So he's trying to keep it strong. Like he want to, he want Hungary. To be strong, he don't want it. He don't want it to be mixed with nothing else. That's I'm saying thing. there's mad Nazis that came from Hungary and Austria and all them. So he's just keeping the spirit alive. Yeah, and, and you Piece know, of some shit. people they, they just want they want to keep their bloodline. They don't, you know, it is what it is. So what you feel about with all of this? Um, another thing that's going on. Do you think taxes are like out of control? At right now, our taxes out of control. Everything is out of control right now. The hyperinflation, the tax. We get taxed for everything. Everything. I think everything is out of control. Taxes, fees. Uh, uh, we get taxed for, for Christ's sake, we get taxed for water. A human right. Like, come on. Tax has been out of control. And the masses never actually come together to protest taxes. Like in kung fu movies, they always came together to protest the taxes. Now, yeah, right. We just pay taxes. Like, oh, uh. yeah. There's so many taxes. Like I always tell someone, I say, yo, it's not the paycheck. I say, the, it's not the paycheck. I say, it's the taxes. It the is. Person, they can keep most of their paychecks. They'll be fine. 
they'll be fine even with inflation. They would be fine. But you tax you get you get taxed on your check. All right. Your boss get taxed. The people that pay you get taxed. Then you get taxed when you buy goods. You get taxed then, again. If you in like up here in Pennsylvania, municipalities, depending on municipality, you get taxed on that. Another just for being in a certain county. You get taxed on that. So all these taxes is just sucking up your check. And then you got to pay. Uh, you buy your house and the house is paid off. Then you still pay yeah. taxes on your house after your house is paid off. And then even while you're paying off your house, you're paying taxes. We pay taxes on food. We pay taxes on water. We pay taxes on lotto. Just think. People hit lotto and just because it's so much money... They just blow it off. Even that though they're taking half of your money. That you numbers that you, you picked, picked. Half you. of your money they're gonna take just off rip. And and you don't care because you're like, hey, I only paid a dollar for it, da da da. No, you should care because they didn't they that's the people's money that's in a pool which made that prize that big. It's not the, coming from the government. Exactly. It's not coming from it's coming from the people. Give you all your money. I can see taking a little, little, ten, little small ten percent tax. Like, all right, ten percent. You know, you make seventy million. We're gonna take seven million, which is a hell of a lot still. Still, no. you win. You win seventy million. They taking half 30, 30, 30 million. Come on, people. We fighting for the wrong things. Always. We need to band together and start fighting for the right things. Stop fighting each other and start this system. Is really bringing us down. It's really making life harder to live. You know, so, you know, we took up a lot of you guys' time. You know, this was wacky to us. That's what we do. And, you know, we're going to be back from here on out now. Like I said, sometimes we have to go through the matrix and have some upgrades and whatnot. But we back. We stronger than ever. And we even got our first monetized check. So we on the way. What's wacky to us is back. We thank you for tell joining us. Tell them to go us. to the website. I mean, not the website. Tell them to go to the Facebook. Yes, the go email. to our Facebook page. Drop what, us a what's, line. what's wacky to us on Facebook? We are always engaging on there. You know, uh, check us out there. We have what's wacky to us at gmail.com. If you want to leave a comment, uh, a concern, a question, um, you know, we outside. Hey, holla at us. We out. Thanks for joining us. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Meet Cattleman's Barbecue Sauces, the barbecue sauce built for your back of house, not your backyard. Trusted by Pitmasters, our regional American barbecue flavors help you deliver delicious dishes every time. They're true professionals when it comes to performance. Think ultimate coverage and cling with no starches or fillers. 
however you choose to use or customize for your kitchen's needs. We've got your back of house. When you sign up for BP Me Rewards, you can get five cents off every gallon of gas every time at BP or Amico stations. That means more savings and more whatever you'd like to use your savings on. So treat yourself. It's on us. Visit bp.com slash save to learn more. Everybody, my name is Tina, and I am the realist. And it's your boy, that's the visionary. Yes, and thank you for tuning in to another episode. So now, as you guys can see, this is a lessons of love show. If you're new here, if you don't know, this is a new segment on our podcast where we will be interviewing spiritual righteous couples to pick their brains about life, dating, marriage in the end times. Right, right. Right. Okay. So I know y'all already see the title. Y'all see the names. Dutch, we're going to bring this shit out like New York City. Drop a flex bomb. <laughs> yeah, now nah, this is this is a very important uh, show for the people. You yes. We're going to bring it back in a very New York form. Yes. This is like day when Funk Flex got oldest and he just couldn't stop playing it all day. I want you guys <laughs> to play this episode all day. Yes, so okay. So share it with your friends, share it with your grandma. <laughs> this was highly, highly requested. So without further ado, we are introducing Mr. and Mrs. Karan. What's up, fam? What's going on? Hi guys, and um, it's such a, a pleasure to meet you, Navia. A big fan of your show, and uh, I want to thank you guys both for taking the time out because I know you guys are very, very busy people. So thank you so much mm-hmm. um, for joining us today. If you guys could just uh, briefly introduce yourselves, but I'm sure the people already know who you guys are. <laughs> Yashkara, um, if you don't know now, you know. And wifey, <laughs> introduce herself. Navia Kara. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> now you know, yes. All right. So um before we get into this interview. I mean, I'm gonna say briefly for our listeners, you know, these these are the OGs right here. You, know, you understand? <laughs> so please get your notepads out. It will be gems and I hope this episode will help us walk you through whatever you need. Exactly. All right. Like nearly two decades. Right, guys, of marriage. Um, But before we actually start to pick your brains, I wanted to play a game with you guys. So this game is called I Know You Better Game. It's it's kind of like um like the honeymoon game. 
And usually yeah. when people um, play it in person, they usually like write it down and they flip it and then whoever gets the right answer wins. So um, yeah. you guys are going to be versing each other. Oh, oh wow! Oh yeah! <laughs> yup, yup. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I heard knuckles cracking in the background. Ah! Uh, not just yet, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna start it off um, with Yash. You can ask the first question, Dutch. All right, Mister Yash. What would you say is Mrs. Karaz's favorite meal that you cook? Egg foo young. Uh, is he right, Navia? Absolutely. Okay, excellent. All right. One thing I want to put out disclaimer because we can't do it the traditional way. Y'all got to be really honest, right, with your answers. Like you want to win. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, I'm honest. I'm honest. If it, Look, if it wasn't the right one, I would just tell it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The next one is for you, Navia. Um, what would you say, yeah? Oh, okay. Excuse me. Would you say Yash is the better dancer? Well, would he say that? That he's a better no, dancer? No, he's not. That's me. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. He said no dancing shoes for Yash. Is, is she right, Yash? He can dance, but he can't uh, dance as well uh, as me. I left all that behind in my strip club days. <laughs> he's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Who's this question for? This is for Navia. All right. Uh, would you rather have super strength like Samson or super wisdom like Solomon? Well, with Yash, she has to guess if Yash would oh, pick that. Would Yash <laughs> rather have super strength like Samson or super wisdom like Solomon? Who the question for? This is for Navia to answer. She has to figure out if you had to make a, a pick between the two, which one would uh, you select? So would I pick Samson for strength or uh Solomon for knowledge. Yeah. For- I would say I would say knowledge. So she would say Solomon. Solomon. Mm-hmm. 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 Is uh is she correct? Yeah, but I would have did it differently. But yeah, Solomon for show. Okay, got it. All right. Um and this is the last question. Um for Yash. What is Navia's favorite movie? Oh hell, I could <laughs> I could I yeah, old school. I would have no idea. It could be I Love Lucy, 227, Richie Cunningham, Goma Pile. I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Real talk. Uh, Navi, did you want to answer the question? Before, before you answer, um, was any of those correct? Um, 227. 227? Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Is it sad that I I don't know what 227 is? That's what um, Jack... That's, isn't it Jackie? That's a TV show. That's a TV show with Jack, Jackie... That's Jackie Jack Harry... Yeah, yeah, Jack A. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You can tell I don't watch TV too much. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really... Need to watch it. It's good. Yeah, I heard that show is very funny. Um, And I do mm-hmm. like Jack A. Um, But thank you guys <laughs> for being good sports and playing. So it seems like, of course, you guys know each other very well. Um, Better than I forget nothing. <laughs> so uh, briefly, we kind of wanted to talk about love language because um, with these episodes, we kind of pick everybody's brain because uh, me and Dutch, we struggle with like love language. We're kind of on the opposite ends of the spectrum. And so um, we wanted to kind of um, hear your thoughts. If you could kind of like briefly explain, because you were kind of the one that put me that. Oh, the love language. Um, A co-worker of mine had put me on to this. He said it actually helped a lot with his marriage with his woman. Um, 
the love language is like we just find out what the other partner likes more and what they value more and it kind of helps you with a guidance of how to make the person feel better about you know the whole overall situation mm-hmm. and when we heard when me and the realist did it we figured out like she said we were on total opposite sides of the whole situation but now we know what to uh, attack when we want the other person to do something kind of sort of yeah like we just start playing one of the love languages on each other yeah so like for instance there's five so the five are quality time acts of service receiving gifts words of affirmation and physical touch and um you you value like physical touch and words of affirmation like the most right and for me it was more so quality time and acts of service so i guess um the question would be so uh Yash, right? Yeah. Okay, so Yash. Um, we're coming around to quality time on a scale of one through five. How much does that matter to you? It matters, but I very seldom have it. Um, I would say a five. I'm busy, busy, busy. I very have very have a little time. So we're always together anyway in the in this circle we're in. But as far as like going places, that's not really my crochet there. Mm-hmm. Go places, bunch of people. I don't. I'm just not a big crowd fan, and I just don't like being around a lot of people. So I, I would say, as far as uh, quality time, quality time is just being around. Fa- I'm with my family all 24 mm-hmm. seven. Now some people would say going out, going to a movie. I don't call that quality time mm-hmm. because everybody's in your quality time. But I see it different. But that's my that's my two cents. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Navia. Um, on a scale of one to t- um, one through five, quality time. How important is it to you? Um, I think quality time is very important. Um, when you do stuff together and you spend time together, like he said, we we we're around each other like twenty four seven of of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not a big crowd person, just like he said. Mm-hmm. He's not a, a big crowd person, and I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm not gonna tell you I wasn't okay with it at first because kind of grew on me but le- earlier in our time we were doing a lot of that you know but times have changed mm-hmm. where it's different you know so we still do stuff together even though we're around each other 24 7 like we watch we watch movies together we will do like um you know family games and stuff with me him and the kids like we do things together mm-hmm. and there are times where i can get him to go out and do some things you know mm-hmm. so Okay, great. But your your, your kids gonna take your time. If you once you get there, mm-hmm. when you have your first, uh, it won't be no more quality time. <laughs> that, <laughs> you gotta squeeze it in as much as you can. That, that goes out the window. So yeah. having a little one, you're not gonna be one to go out and mingle. You order takeout, or you know, you just do something reserved mm-hmm. where it doesn't, and you know, was it? It doesn't call for a lot of folks to be around you because. You really don't want to be a lot around a lot of people at this time um, in the the world we're living in right now. That's just my my prosthetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Okay, the next one is um, acts of service. So, uh, and that's just like you know, I'm gonna I don't know. Give me some examples. That it's like I'm gonna cook you a meal today. I'm gonna um, I don't know massage your back, like those type of things. So, I guess Navia, um, how would you rate this? How, how important is that for you to receive acts of service on a scale of one through five? Oh, you mean like 
give me a back rub, mm-hmm. cook me some food. Mm-hmm. Little things like that, yeah. Um, I'm going to lie to you. I, I am very spoiled. Um, oh. I'm cooking now more than I've ever cooked. Um, before we made the transition and moved here, I barely cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know how to cook. It's not like I don't. But my husband has me so spoiled where I wasn't cooking. So, like, he would cook for the whole family, you mm-hmm. know. So now I'm, like, back to, like, you know, sometimes I do a lot of cooking on my own or I'll do the cooking for the family sometimes. Or he'll just, you know, he'll he'll still spoil me and cook for me. So I get that actual time that I need. But, you know, I always give him a little back rub and he'll he'll rub my feet because I like my feet rub, rubbed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like a back rub. <laughs> Oh man, this guy like the feet rub, back rub. <laughs> so because um, right. so I would say so. I guess saying um, because now you cook a little more often than you used to. When Yash mm-hmm. does cook, it's a very nice uh form of an act of service for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, Yash, what about you? Um, act of service is pretty much the same well i do most of the cooking but um you know when we do go places i like for everybody to have a decent time because they're gonna be the minglers i'm gonna be preserved you mm-hmm. know i'm probably gonna be sitting back while they go window shop or whatever but if you put me in a tech shop it's over you know <laughs> but other he said, than bring that, him to the apple yeah. store he's getting new gadgets <laughs> right, that's it that, that's it I mean, nothing else interests me I'm not a clothes guy. I don't care about jewelry. I like Hebrew jewelry mm-hmm. and African jewelry, but I, other, that other stuff does nonsense to me. Mm-hmm. But okay. you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, being around my family, things like that, you know, have wifey, you know, give that magic touch, you know, <laughs> for sure when you're sleeping. I mean, that little those little fingernails that hit the back make you sleep <laughs> real good, real proper. <laughs> little fingernail touch. I don't have little fingernail touch. <laughs> <laughs> just with the tip of the thing now it's like, oh. ah, he's gonna request some freaking uh, massage now when we get off the phone oh, with yeah. you guys <laughs> oh yeah get your knuckles ready oh gosh okay so I I can kind of guess this next one which is receiving gifts Um, I guess for you Yash mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assumed that that doesn't really matter or that's not as important Um, would you say that receiving gifts yeah like as a love language, yeah. like if Navia came and brought you something, just randomly. Well, I mean, she she know what I like. I mean, she know if it's techy or if it's something sporty, you know, or Hebrew, you know, anything like uh, African jewelry, things of that nature, or Hebrew jewelry. Uh, but there's nothing else. Would you know? I, I don't really care about nothing else. I mean, honestly, I, I'm very simple when it comes to if you're gonna give me something, and most of the time it's it's don't go out your way because I don't, I'm not that dude, but she usually know exactly what I like. Okay, great. What about you, Navia? Um, how important is receiving gifts? Oh, he already knows. The only day I ask him to go all out is my birthday. I don't care about <laughs> all the other stuff, but my birthday, I feel like it's a celebration of life because you get to move to the next year. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't get to see that. That's true. Um, and I've been around a lot of people that didn't get to the age that I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful um, through Yahweh to be able to see another year every year. 
Um, and that's the only day that I expect him to kind of like spoil me even more now than anything. Right. I get spoiled anyway, but I get spoiled even more when it's my birthday. I got you. Nice. Okay. Um, the next one is words of affirmation. Uh, I guess, uh, Navia, how important is that? Like just hearing it's very positive important. feedback. It's, it's very important to, um, to, for me, for gifts. I mean, he knows like what I like. Um, I used to be a big flower person, but now I'm not. It's just, I'm more like, you know, just little things just to show me you appreciate me or, you know, say the right thing or, you know, do something just because he's very spontaneous. So I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Yash? Where's the affirmation from Miss Navia? Do you need it? Um, yeah, spe- yeah, definitely when my gout is acting up. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> She needs to say, it's okay, baby, it's okay. <laughs> no, you know, on some real, yeah, I mean, it's always good, man, because, you know, I'm doing a lot, and my brain goes 100 miles an hour every day, seven mm-hmm. days a week, so, uh, yeah, wifey, definitely, you know, we have this understanding where we're going everywhere together, and we're going to, you know, we got the adventure on this journey. Sometimes the journey's not pleasant, but having someone to understand that and to, you know, to confirm it once you have a conversation makes it even better. That's I, my two cents. I got you. Because I know some guys, um, some guys just have this ego of, you know, oh, I don't, need, I don't need my wife to tell me anything. I'm good. I know I, I'm doing the right thing. You know, <laughs> just them knowing that they're doing the right thing is enough. They don't need to hear it. All right. I got you. Yeah. Now, as for physical touch, um... Mr. Yash, is that, is that very important yeah. for you from wifey? Yeah, of course. I told you, just get that manicure and go right down and <laughs> make sure you get that <laughs> back going. Get that <laughs> back perfect. Yeah. Cut it out. Keep them, keep them toes right. You know, get the toes all jazzed up. Mm-hmm. And that feels good. I mean, that's just, that's that touch, man. Everybody has the only, they, they, they think thing, how they like it, but it's just, little things because we all always believe that sex is overrated mm-hmm. it, it's so many ways that you can uh have that that touch that understanding it's just little things you know people just judge sex sex is the only way you can have that human touch and that's really convoluted of bs mm-hmm. uh the truth of the matter is people don't understand uh the touch of the female woman because mm-hmm. they don't talk to her they they'll go talk to their female friend or their guy friend but they don't they don't express themselves about what they really like. And once they get into the understanding of touch and how, you know, just a little thing, they'll enjoy it. It's so funny with this show because um, I feel like you're going to be like, see, everybody else is physically touching. Honestly, guys, I struggle with this. Um, I'm not really (laughs) lovey-dovey. It's not good. (laughs) Um and I need to improve on that. And that's something that uh, me and him have talked about. Uh, so I know I definitely have to improve on these things. Um, but what about you, Miss um, Navia? Well, I think physical touch is definitely important. You want to feel like you, um, like your, your your husband or your mate is still interested. Mm-hmm. You want to still feel like you still got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't want to feel like you're losing it, right? <laughs> but I have to, I have to admit to you that that's never been an issue with us. Mm-hmm. 
my husband still treats me just like he treated me when we first met. That's what's up. Um, and that has never gone away. Um, and, you know, there's some days where I can be looking crazy and he'll still come up to me and hug on me and mm-hmm. give me kisses, you know. Um, and the kids would be like, oh, no, you know. <laughs> but um, he still makes me feel like I'm like I'm just being with him for the first time, you know. And I think that's very important because a lot of people don't have that in their marriage. Oh, yeah. You know, they get so busy that they forget about that. And he don't, even though he has a busy schedule, he doesn't forget about that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that jungle up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Oh, gosh. If y'all could just see Dutch's facial expressions when he's looking at me, he's like, you need to improve. Yeah, you need to take some notes. <laughs> you know, because I understand the little things like that is very important, you know. And plus, mm-hmm. um, I work, I have a job, whereas I work with the public, so... Um, I see people, you know, different people of different walks of life every day. And when I get the older couples, you can instantly tell they just still madly in love each other, in love with each other for years. You could tell they just that's a best friend. Like they've been with them for so long, you could just tell. And then there's other ones where you could tell, like, yo, they hate each other. <laughs> you know, you could just feel it. Like they don't have to say it. Mm-hmm. So when I see when I get the older couples and they come in, like, yeah, I've been with them since. Yeehaw! Since high school or college, I'd be like, "Wow, that's a beautiful thing." Cause they be like in the seventies and eighties, just still, you know, joking on each other comfortably. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. those, are, those are beautiful things. Um, those are very beautiful things that people need to. Cause a lot of people, especially my age group, they say, uh, you know, they don't believe in marriage and romance <laughs> and love. That's that's and like they, obsolete. No, yeah, that's very obsolete. So, you know what though? The the thing is I interject for a second because they, they don't they don't understand that every time they took Big Shirley to the bedroom that was her they wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time they lay in that bedroom that's the wife. They they don't understand that. See it ain't about walking down the aisle with the marriage certificate with the ring. Mm-hmm. Every time you lay down that woman, that's your wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what they don't understand. They they're married. But they're not accepting the vow. That's why they're having so many problems in their life, and their children have problems because they don't understand that connection. How y'all put us together once you have intercourse? And they jump in beds. If you jump in beds, you're confused. Mm-hmm. You can't keep jumping beds. You either gonna be with one person or you're just gonna be by yourself. And let me say this because I know it's in the scriptures: if you have a harem of women, you have to be able to take care of them. Mm-hmm. You cannot just have sex with two or three different sisters and say, you're the man, that's your side chick. Every time you have sex with Judah, you got to take care of her. Hmm. You got to make sure her bills are paid. You got to make sure she's good. I mean, literally, it's your responsibility to take care of the rest of her life. So a lot of these do when they jump beds and they have side chicks, you're putting a woman out there real bad because she's carrying your spirit after you have intercourse with mm-hmm. her. And they don't get that. Even a concubine, mm-hmm. even a woman that's white or Latino, she can't live in, with Judah. But you're supposed to set her up, get her own apartment. You know, you don't have land, so you got to get her own apartment. So they don't get that. They just think I'm a player. Mm-hmm. And women begin to do it now, have side dudes. So that's why we're having mm-hmm. so many problems with Judah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. It's really wild out here. The side <laughs> That's interesting. You know, because you know, for me to put into simpler terms for some people, like, so you're saying, hey, guys, every time you have sex with that lady, you got to go buy her a new apartment. I bet you they'll think they'll twice. They'll think twice. <laughs> That's right. That's a marriage, not apartment. Well, not yeah, you know, responsibility for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the only way you can depart from that, it has to be a reason. She's like 
seeing another guy, and that's in the scripture of Deuteronomy, that you can write a divorce decree because you don't have to go to court for that. You can write handwrite it and hand it to her yourself. And there's no spokesperson. You do it yourself. That's how a divorce is done. But if she's not doing anything and you just want to be with another woman, you don't, you can't depart from Judah that way. Mm. And if you do, there's things going to happen to you in your life. That's why mm-hmm. we have an issues with Judah right now, the man and the woman. Mm-hmm. I think that's very deep. And then I just think, I'm listening to you. I just think a lot of people are giving up on Judah. Like they, they they into all these other races, but they they not loving Judah. And if you're not loving Judah, you wonder why you have been having all these problems. Mm. Yeah, your mama Judah, mm-hmm. your daddy Judah, mm-hmm. but you don't love Judah. What's your problem? Yeah, nah, them them they're dudes like, like that is very strange people to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they like they like pork fried rice. And one time, <laughs> you brat man, you show good for me, brat man. Oh, brat man, I love you so much, brat man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they like. Oh, man. Yeah. We talk about that a lot on our show. Yeah. Because it's disturbing because I've had people, you know, my age group. I think one of my one of my one of my old friends, he had, you know, said to me, he's dark, dark skin. You know what I mean? He had said to me one time straight up. The reason why I decided to have a baby with a white girl was because I didn't want my son to have the same struggle that I had. And that shit was disturbing to me. Wow, he's gonna have more issues. Yeah, he should. He understand that. That's what I'm talking about. How is it you have a baby with another race and you don't teach your child about their culture? That's why these kids be so messed up. That's why mixed children have so many issues because they don't know what color they are because the parents ain't educating them. That's what I be talking about. Like if you gonna lay down with another race, educate your child on what they race is because they still gonna have problems. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, you're not erasing that. Not at all. Yeah, that's a fact. Shoot, but we gonna slip before we get all deep on that because we know that could go way deep. deep. That's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole yeah, other conversation. Other. <laughs> people, they know. Um, because right now, even I noticed down here, like a lot of people might in our age group, like in the late twenties and thirties, they're mm-hmm. you know mixing it up. It's very, it's a more, very proud thing to do for them, and it's like kind of weird to me. Like, damn, y'all really that proud. You know, we but, be having an insider when we be seeing it in public. I be whispering to Dutch. I be like, "Get out!" <laughs> like it, it, it's so bad where she'll see like a sister, like, "Oh, look, she she know herself. She Hebrew. She got the African earrings. She got the locks and everything." I'm like, "I don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. She probably got a white boy at home. I seen them." Yeah, yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's almost like you can't even trust people who look apart. <laughs> but oh but yeah, right. the, the look has been very uh, agitated. Like mm-hmm. they looked apart. You see dudes with beards and fringes, but that don't mean nothing. No, man. Nothing. That don't mean nothing. I, I've seen dudes that's clean shade, that's more brotherly like than anybody. I don't give a damn if you got a beard. I don't mm-hmm. care if you wear fringes. I don't care if a sister got her hair wrapped. It don't mean she's the one. It don't mean she's uh, Judah. Mm-hmm. She, you know. And I ain't got nothing, like I say, dude, I, I tell people I ain't got nothing against no white dude. I think Gentiles are cool 10%. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you ain't going to get me to believe that white dude, no Judah. You ain't going to get me to believe that white chick or that Latin chick, no, no that black man. And the only reason Latin girls like black dudes is because uh, black dudes treat them royalty. And in their culture, they men beat their behinds. And that's mm-hmm. just fact. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, seen it too. <laughs> All right, um, let's get into picking you guys' brain a little bit more. Um, so, um, either Yash or Navia, you can answer this question. Who pursued who? Can y'all briefly tell us how y'all met? Yeah, we, we met strangely. 
on the mountains under a pear tree. But no, no, seriously. He I was at the uh, near the waters of Lake Minnetonka, <laughs> listening to Purple Rain. Yeah, on some real Gito, but um, we uh, well, I say no cap. We we actually met. It was strange. Um, I was coming back and forth Colorado, but we met uh, just on a fluke, just on a you know on a wrong phone call. It's just something bizarre. I kid you not. It just you just never know how the most high gonna put something together. I was like, I don't know who this person is. She was like, Well, you, you keep calling my number. I was like, I don't know who this is. But we just had a breakthrough and a good conversation. Who would have thought a wrong number wow. would have led to something you know, nostalgic. Now some people thought we went to the mall or we but mm-hmm. no man. It was totally different. You See, know, I so pressed you the wrong button. There you go. And got my you, you wife. You just don't know how <laughs> things gonna happen, man. And you know, and and it after that we just we did the damn thing, but it still was a challenge. My first place in Colorado, I have no furniture. I slept on the floor, and she came and slept on the floor with me. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's when you know you got one. That's the so, one. Guys, yeah. so, tell, tell him again. A lot of my friends, we talk about that. He'd be like, "About how yeah. you met your wife," and he'll say. Man, she could have went home one night, but she didn't. I was sleeping on the floor. She slept with me the whole month on the floor. She could have went home yeah. every night. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you yep. hear that? She sleep on the floor yep. with you, fellas. She was in there with you in the trenches, fellas. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> she, slept, she slept with you in the car one night when you was down bad. That's yeah. the one. Don't yeah. do her dirty. Yes. Yeah. So, um, do you guys believe love has more to do with feelings or with what you do for and with your spouse because i feel like a lot of people have it misconstrued they just think that you know oh i'm just gonna be in love for like 20 years and we're just gonna have this amazing Mm -hmm. marriage (laughs) yeah that doesn't exist i'm gonna gonna put it this way i'm not trying to be really rude but no you be real that's corny as hell i mean (laughs) people sit back and be like you know dead ass sit back and be like yeah um we're gonna you know, drift off into the land and <laughs> we're going to have this fence and we're going to have Toto and oh my God, we're going to watch. Oh, wow. Okay, we're going to watch the, the the Wizard of Oz and this, that, and the other. But at the same time, that's not, that's not nothing to do with love mm-hmm. at all. The, um, love is a metaphor. It's a word that's been said, but love don't love nobody. The true love is spirit. Mm-hmm. We've been told if we LOV each other that we're going to go to far. The, the, how can you love someone if you don't understand the spirit, if you don't even have spirit? So it's not even about love. It's about connection. Because mm-hmm. when you cleave, you you know it. You don't even have to say you love. Because the cleaving together proves that, that there's a connection. And it's beyond love. That's what some folks don't get. Mm-hmm. Navid, mm-hmm. did you have any uh, sentiments towards this? I agree with what he's saying. Um, I think love is overrated. People look at someone else's relationship and they think because they're in this long lasting relationship that they're going to be in the same relationship. Mm -hmm. Love and relationships take work. It takes time. It takes patience. Um, And if you're willing to have patience and work for it, then it'll work for you. But you can't judge someone else's relationship and think that's going to be your relationship. 
mm-hmm. because what works for them might not work for you. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like a lot of people do that crap. But remember that meme that you sent me? He was what? like, yeah, you want my girl? She's freaking crazy. Well, what was the, um, it was something. I don't remember. Uh, you don't remember that meme you sent me? Nah, not really. But <laughs> I do, no, I do get what you guys are saying. Though. People will definitely, like, I mean, look at society right now on a surface level. You know, people are idolizing the celebrity relationships all day, every day. Oh, those these are couple goals. I want to be like them, you know, mm-hmm. with the matching watches and the matching car and the matching outfits and all this other stuff. All that worldly stuff, you know. And and then even though you know, even with just a regular regular person, you know, people will be jealous of of a, a friendship that they or a relationship that they see in person. Like they can see a couple happy as hell and they just they hanging on. Yeah, her. they don't know what be going on. Like they don't yeah. know. They don't know what led to that. I tell my friends if you trying to like, my, no, sometimes some some of my single friends. I'm like, you know, don't try to chase no girl that is still hooked on some dude that she's still chasing because something spiritually happened between them two that's keeping them together. Don't try to be the break. Meet Cattleman's Barbecue Sauces, the barbecue sauce built for your back of house, not your backyard. Trusted by Pitmasters, our regional American barbecue flavors help you deliver delicious dishes every time. They're true professionals when it comes to performance. Think ultimate coverage and clink with no starches or fillers. However you choose to use or customize for your kitchen's needs, we've got your back of house. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So we're going to sing it. We're singing words now. We'll even sing the business part. Save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. Now that's a commercial you'll remember, even if you don't remember the bundle and save with Progressive part. We're singing a commercial. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the end of the jingle. A jingle about insurance. You know, because all you want to do is right. put yourself in a nasty mix. Let her figure that out and you continue to make your own path, you know, because yeah, right. no, don't don't break that. Nothing. Yeah. Everybody has their own journey. And sometimes people on the Internet see things and they think it could be them. You right. know, we have a lot of that going on right now, but that's not the case. You know, uh, it's good that you that people follow Yashua since blog talk, but don't get it in your head that oh that could be me no it doesn't work that way it's, it's a little bit more to it than that mm-hmm. yes um did you guys ever have like a breaking point in your relationship because you know me and dutch we had struggles and i know yash you've done some coaching so you know how petty <laughs> some of our arguments and things that we have get but did you guys ever have like something serious where you know, it was almost a breaking point. Um, if so, um, how did you guys overcome that struggle? Breaking point, like arguments? Breaking point, like, you know, I can't do this no more. I'm done with you. Like, yeah, so- that's, that's, that, that's an argument. Yeah, those, those many of times, you, you, you're lying to yourself to think it's going to be so smooth that we'll just laugh it off and eat pizza. That's <laughs> not going to happen. You're going to be at the breaking point where both of you just want to call it quits. I mean, it's just, it's the, it's the nature of the beast. That's why people see relationships and assume so much, mm-hmm. but they don't know what you guys have patched up, worked out. And even sometimes you work it out and it happens again, two weeks, a month later, but that's just the nature. And I'm going to tell you why it happens because the spirit has to be right. A lot of times 
if you're going one way, another person going the other way, the spirits are fighting each other. Mm. You know, um, you have to have it where you guys are kind of going on the same page. A lot of times the pages are not the same and the spirit can go left and one can go right. And every little thing agitates the relationship. Mm. So you, I think people need to be more honest with each other, you know. Sometimes this walk is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I've I talked to women who came into the truth first and brought their husbands in. And I've talked to guys who brought their wives in. At the end of the day, this tightrope is very hard. Sometimes people are persuaded by family and y'all fall out. Mm-hmm. Or y'all break up. Family and friends have been the number one predators of breaking up relationships. Mm-hmm. But that's not mm-hmm. happening on my end, but that's the number one reason people break up. Yep. That's a fact. I mean, I could name countless times, not with not with the realest, but with just in general, you know, over my life where you could say no, not with <laughs> you really. Okay. Most of my friends they'll say to me, "You got a good woman, stop BSing." But over the years, you know, you'll always have a, you know, friends or somebody in your ear. I don't really like her. I don't really care for that person. You should leave them alone. You know, oh, they get into your head and tell you to fall back. You know, I'm pretty sure you had your friends apply pressure on you to leave me alone. Mm, no. No, I wouldn't listen to that bullcrap rhetoric anyway. Um, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess our next question for you guys, which is really important, because um, I've expressed on our show, like, I, well, we've expressed that we're not like looking to have children. Like, we just, if it happens, you know, y'all, if y'all had like allows that to happen, of course, we're gonna, you know, do our best with everything. But we're not looking to have children in these times. That's just kind of like our opinion. But because you guys do have children, um, I guess, what advice would you give to other parents? on raising their children in these times and like do you guys face any difficulties with your children like trying to teach them you know about yah and um try to have them separate from like the worldly things i'll let you know if you have a say i'm gonna say this first you can't put too much pressure on children that's what's wrong with christians they want their children to be perfect and their daughters be the biggest freaks in the church Facts. that's not that's not the way it works um you have to just put it out there and your even your children, if they have an ear to issue here, you can't brand this into their head and tell them, stop listening to their favorite rapper. You have to let them just go with the flow and let them find that path. But the biggest thing with children is the peer pressure and they think their parents are old school and they rather listen to their friends over the parents. That's the biggest thing today. And that the technology have taken over their mind mm-hmm. versus when we came up, it was everything outside. Everything is inside now. Everything is virtual. So, you know, that's the issue today. But I'll let wifey add to it if she wants. And he's absolutely right. Um, a lot of times you can you can tell your children the right thing, but their friends will overcome what you say. Um, a lot of times you can put them on the right path, but it depends on the type of influences they have from outside um so we try not to put too much pressure on our kids when it comes to that we have one that's grown and she's blossoming she's doing well she calls and talks to me about certain things sometimes i'm like okay but i have a great connection with my daughters where we can talk about everything um, and I think that's important because a lot of times kids don't have that kind of connection with their parents. They go to other key people and right. 
and other friends and tell them things that they can't tell their parents because they don't feel comfortable because of pressure and um, too much um, opinion, you know, pressure, not even just pressure, but they have to feel like they have to do this or do that to be accepted, you know, Mm -hmm. and we don't make our children feel that way. um, But he's absolutely right. We just kind of let them, we, we put it out there and we just, how it goes and if they need us we always there so when you say you put it out there you mean like you kind of like drop a seed on it like let's say that your kids like hey i like beyonce and then you'll like drop a seed on beyonce but you'll let them figure it out if they're going to continue to listen to beyonce or not yeah pretty mm-hmm. much okay Justin Bieber, all of them that's yeah. fair you, you can go and you can just say a few syllables Mm-hmm. And over the time, they'll pick it up, but mm-hmm. you just don't drive it in their heads because now they're beginning to see it. Mm-hmm. And right. our kids are starting to see it. Like everything we've talked about, they're starting to see it on them on their own. They do their own um, knowledge check. They do nice. their own, um, Debunking. you know, reference check. Right. We don't have yeah. to do all that anymore because they've been knowing about this since they were kids. Right. You know. See, but I when got, he got first got the truth, because. My husband got in the truth before I did. So they've been knowing about this since they were kids, you know? So mm-hmm. now they, they're able to tell us stuff. There's sometimes my daughter sends us stuff, mm-hmm. you know, before we get stuff, you know, cause she be on it. That's key. That's I was, really um, key. See, you know, um, oh, see, I feel like I lost, I'm trying to thought the raising the kids. What were you going to say? Oh, um, so like for me, example, I don't like we don't have any kids, but so I'm I'm like the I'm like the uncle friend, you know, and um <laughs> yeah the uncle friend I want to well, be the cool uncle friend. I mean, you know, like you're not an uncle by my association, <laughs> right? But um, so before my friends started having kids, I would plant little seeds in their head, like hey, you know, I learned a lot of things about Disney, and I learned a lot of things about how you know you shouldn't. Don't put your kid on the tablet. Don't just give your your kid the tablet when you want them to shut up and everything. Don't don't feed into letting the computer screen be the teacher. And I'll preach certain things to my friends. And, of course, they'll probably still do the opposite and just do whatever it is. They'll tell me, you know, you're not a parent. You'll know the struggles that we go through at home, this, that, and the third. But you already put the warning out there. Like, all right, you know, keep letting your kid watch Disney all day. And then one day your son going to want to put on a skirt. I can't help you. Yeah, they I have already a lot told of you. Sexual subliminal well, messages, and that's because you no. Know, granted, yeah, we had watched that stuff as kids, but we once you walked into the truth, you understood what you was watching, yeah. and you seen it way different. Right. So, um, my, I guess my question to you guys is like, because I know you said you know you don't um take these things from your kids, you kind of plant the seed and let them figure mm-hmm. it out. What advice? even right now currently 2022 for people who are just becoming new parents would you give them into trying to help have their kid like kind of even avoid going through the whole process of you know the tablet in front they face all day and the disney and the spongebob and all the other crazy stuff that people kind of you know bend into letting their kids just go with to be honest with you everything is subliminal Right. You can give them free TV, and PBS have those same subliminal. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers was a fag. He, he's a molester. That's just straight Damn. up. You know, so Mr. Rogers with the was train. Old. He was a molester? <laughs> yeah, Big Bird with nothing but a homo before he wore yellow every day. Damn. You know? So, so I'm just saying, 
you have to be real with it. And Barney, um, look. Yeah, Barney, oh, you know gosh, who Teletubbies and all. Oh, yeah, the Teletubbies. <laughs> you debunked them a long time ago. <laughs> so the tablet thing is not bad. It depending on how it's regulated. But at the end of the day, you don't want them to be totally blind. You want them to understand some tech because this is the world we live in. Mm -hmm. If you shut your children out of all the tech, then they're working on analog. They're not going. They're not going to know how to function if something were to go down. So we need the multi told the book of uh, with the Corinthians that we should know all things. So it doesn't, you know, five G. Don't run from it. Embrace it. All of that. We should know all of that. We should know everything that's functioning. So when they get to it, we can explain it better. Mm. You can't watch them twenty four seven. This is why kids go out the window. Mm. They have sex in the bathroom stalls. You have to just be a parent but you just can't close the hammer you know that's just my my take gotcha mm -hmm. uh navia how do you feel about it you have about the same question mm -hmm. i think i mean i agree with my husband with when it comes to that you you can you can put it out there but you also have to make sure they know technology because what if an emergency happens and something happens to you and they don't know how to dial the phone, you know, or, you know, it's just, you have to be able to regulate it. Um, like with our daughter, we, there's certain things that she can't get to, you know, you and to me, you're more in control of what your children watches than you think. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't control everything. But there are certain things that's on the tablet that you can. They have certain tablets where you can have it where it's just all for kids, you know, just all kids stuff. And there's no per, there's no adult stuff on it. Right. And then just, you know, if they're little, if they're like three and four, do like learning stuff, you know, learn a ABC, learn a one, two, three, you know, stuff like that, you know. Gotcha. Um, and there are certain ones, you know, you just talk to them. Hey, don't just download a, a a, a game without talking to me you know um but you have certain parents that don't they don't they just let them do whatever they want it just to me it just depends on the parenting mm -hmm. got it because i know me and dutch we always kind of talk about that because i'm like dang like if we was to have some children they don't they're not going to have that experience of going to a toy store <laughs> like things like that mm -hmm. And I know when I was younger, that that was like a big deal, like, oh, walking around. I think you can still have that experience. Like, I remember that, too, like going to the toy store, picking out toys. They can still do that. Like, my little one still goes to the toy store and, you know, mm -hmm. she sees little things. And she's like, are you going to buy us this, me this? And we're like, I'm like, no. And my husband's <laughs> like, just say it. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but I know I'm like no so you're going to tear it up and put it in the floor but they can still have that experience like I take my daughter to the actual store and let her pick out a toy you know I'm like one toy but my daughter goes overboard she'll say I want and she'll sit there and look at this is so many toys you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you can still have that experience with your child you know even though we're in we have so much technology mm -hmm. it's just how you parent Mm -hmm. right it's how you parent so it comes down to the parent because i know for me at least mm -hmm. my from my percept not perception but from my view at least it seems like especially um it seems to me like the early 80s and 90s it was a lot of i guess fatherless 
situations like the the whole dad aspect which is obsolete mm-hmm. nowadays I will, I'm happy to say that it seems like it's the opposite. It seems like more dads are a lot are really, really involved in their kids' yeah, lives. Yeah, they're trying to be more active. Um, mm-hmm. The mothers are still involved, but the mothers are going downhill now. <laughs> I just seen something that was mm-hmm. crazy. And what, what's, what's, your, what's your opinion? I don't know if you guys are tapped in, but what do you think about that? You think that's kind of the case? Like, the guys are starting mm-hmm. to take control and be more I, fathers? I see women, ooh, especially on TikTok, I see women that's my age, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mid-40s. But I see women my age trying to be in competition with their 20-something-year-old daughters. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. And, you know, a lot of people look at me. One one day you, you'll see me. But I don't look my age. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people look at me and think I'm the big sister when they see me and my oldest daughter together. But I there's no way I'm going to be in competition with my 20-something-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. This is her time. I didn't have my time. What? what I need to go back to my twenties for. I'm okay with being older. And I think when that happens, a lot of women ain't didn't get to do some of the shit they needed to do back then. And mm-hmm. they trying to replay it now. Yeah. And to me, it just ain't a good look. I mean, you do what you want to. It's you, you know, do your thing, boo boo. But that couldn't be me. Yeah, mother you know, I just feel like if you a parent, you need to parent. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to parent. They want to be your friend. They want to be your home girl. Like, you gotta, you gotta still put the hammer down. You gotta still old school parent, and a lot of parents that's my age, they don't want to do that no more. Well, they old too school parent trying to pop their fingers and and shake their butt on TikTok, mm-hmm. trying to get the bag. I seen a video. This lady was trying to argue with a man, talking about why she left her ten month old child with the auntie with her sister whoever and she mm-hmm. out here just um trying to be all up in the mix with celebrities and she trying to fight an argument i'm like are mm-hmm. you stupid a 10 month year old child you're willing to leave your baby yeah yeah most guys we've been making <laughs> jokes about that like you know oh shorty didn't you just have a baby you've been in miami a lot these last couple of months <laughs> yeah <laughs> somebody so, will have a kid drop them off to grandma you know they're gonna post <laughs> the pregnancy pictures all day on the internet yeah those kill right. me <laughs> yeah the internet the internet is a whole another animal we'll get into that another day but we have mm-hmm. i think we got like two more questions for you guys oh well oh, no. I, I, this I, is fine I, I'm, I'm i'm loving this okay i just want to make sure you guys are okay because i know um, we're pressed on time um you have one more question before this last one dutch no i'll ask my question mm-hmm. after this. you ask it okay so um one last relationship question i guess like uh if you guys could just sum it up like what dating advice would you give younger people because we do have a lot of people who listen to our show who are young and who access certain questions um so i guess you know what what advice would you give younger people or even people who are um, fresh to marriage you want to go first you want me to go um I mean, they have first to have to understand that intercourse is marriage, and a lot of them are not going to accept that. They they're traditional, they're Christian. If it's not a ring with a state, the city with their stamp on it and a, a license, they're not going to accept it. So if they can't get past that, they're going to, they failed already. So if they can accept that sex constitutes marriage, then it, they wouldn't be so quick to just date a chick with a big booty. You know, they would they would definitely take their time, and that's the thing. Nobody takes time. It's just a certain look you like. It's a, he got broad shoulders. He he's tall, and that's not that's not necessarily a good relationship. Or she just got a nice figure. Nobody talks about exactly values or what's going on spiritually. 
they all just talk about how each other look or, you know, where he worked. And those values are just go out the water, you know. So uh, that's why the world is materialistic. Women become materialistic. The, the scripture speaks of the woman becoming a Jezebel in the last days. And that basically means she's losing her way and she don't want to, she don't want nothing else to compromise what she wants. So she just wants everything materialistic. So that's what you're running into. So mm. to tell that in today's world, I wouldn't even get into today's relationships. <laughs> I would just say, hey, to be honest with you, man, you, you just got to take it slow. But before you learn anything, if you can't accept that sex constitute marriage, don't even try to date. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell Diesel's that <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> you know saying? No, if you hey, if you hit it, that's gonna be your wife. So tread lightly. Right. You know, if you hit that stripper off, that's your wife. Now, Yikes. think about that. You guys, I'm gonna start saying that to them. You know, I be I be I have friends who do understand that though. It is a spiritual tie. Some people would deny the spiritual tie. I tell people that's there's no denial for that spiritual tie. Because like people act crazy, like they lay with somebody, say it's like a one night stand, but then if they see that same woman, like say mess with their man's or something like that, they they upset. Why are you so mad? That's 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 because that's spiritual tie. Yeah, yeah. That's why people kill each other over uh, hamburgers and Dairy Queen because Mm. there's nothing there. They don't have no, no connection, you know. Uh, look at World Star. Every time they fight, and it's a loser. They fighting over my man or his woman. That you know, that he, what is he doing? And that and that's just basically all they have in relationships today is sex and 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 fast food and beer. They don't have nothing sexy, else. Fast food. Yeah. And beer. They don't. They don't do. No, I mean, they don't have no communication. No, I mean, they probably both. You know, uh, calling mama for a, a ride somewhere. So they don't have anything to look forward to. They're not trying to figure it out. They just stay in the hood, you know, and they want to keep it real. And, and that's when real goes wrong. Hmm. That's where we at in black culture today. Hey, hey like you said, that's when real goes wrong and in black culture and folks, you know, I mean, I'd like to make, make a joke out of certain things, but, um, it's not even a joke because it's real. If you ever watched Dave Chappelle, he had an episode called "When Make When Keeping the Real Goes Wrong," and it was yeah. with black culture. He had a black lady just trying to keep it real, and then she took it left. And then <laughs> I ain't never seen that one, <laughs> you know. But um, now nah, that's that's very important. Though everything that was said, though, absolutely. Yeah, Navia, what what advice would you give? Um, I guess younger people as far as dating and marriage. I've said this a while back on one of my old shows um, that no one is patient. No one wants to wait. Everybody just wants to rush and jump in something. And what look good ain't always good for you. Mm -hmm. And it's like what my husband has said. You ain't trying to take nobody to no clinic and see what they got. Nope. You ain't trying to get nobody checked, but you just want to find a man. I, I can't find a man. I need a good man. Well, you don't know if he got something. You don't right. know if he got the itchy or the scratchies. <laughs> Same thing you with the fellas. Y'all heard DM talking about, I eat your butt right now. Yeah. You don't know what that girl got going on. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, people have stuff in their mouth and they secretions yeah. and they and they talk. Absolutely. You know, I just I don't think people understand that. It's like they look at other people's relationships and they think that should be them. Why they have this and why I don't have this. Maybe it's not your time. Mm-hmm. Let someone find you, and they don't want to do that. Everyone's in a rush to mm-hmm. be in something. 
But then when you get in it and it and you rush and get in it, it ain't going to be what you think it is. Mm-hmm. So why not just wait and be patient and work on yourself? Because you might have some really messed up hangups that you need to fix first before you even get into something. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to admit that. Well, yeah. The average chick that looks like um, your TikTokers, your IG models, I mean, they dress up just for 15 seconds. That's real talk. And they may, they may do like 10 videos with the same outfit on. Mm-hmm. That same chick will go to bed with black, dirty feet, <laughs> you know, booty smelling just like fish. She, she won't take a shower. And we don't even have to talk about the dudes because the dudes just give it to you raw. They're going to come on TikTok, sweaty, dirty draws, and they're going to show the draws while they dance. But you, you pretty much know what you're getting right there. But you, you're blind by the, the way she looks. But the way she looks says STD. So that's what I'm saying. This generation right here, I wouldn't give an opinion. I don't even take coaching. On how can I find Yo, a dude, good? Sad, what do you mean? Take what, what coaching? You mean? <laughs> I, I won't take coaches on. Don't ask me about how you gonna find somebody because you don't even know yourself. That's yeah. just that's just me though. But for me, with my boys, on that because I went I went to one of my female doctors, and they say the most women they get that don't take care of themselves in that area is young women. You know, it's crazy. It's Young like... women do not take care of themselves in that area. A lot of... A so lot you of... might want to check down there and everywhere else before you think you're going to get a man mm-hmm. if you ain't fresh, so fresh, so clean. <laughs> they don't even care. They just um, hop on birth control and they let anybody just pretty much do their thing. Go to town. Yeah, without any type of protection. That's like a norm that's nowadays. A, that's a norm, which is really scary. I thought it was disturbing when I found out how problems. much of a norm it was. Yeah. Yeah, you was telling me that. I was like, nah, that's that's real spooky. Like, that's really spooky. I don't understand Nowadays, that. the best advice I'm trying to give most of my friends, at least, you know, when they ask me, hey, man, how, you know, how should I go about this? First question I tell them to ask the girl, is you vaccinated? <laughs> First question. Yeah. Yes. If she tells you no, then you proceed with everything else. <laughs> as far as goes but to the she clinic. tells you vaccinated, you just don't respond back. Tell her, all right, be safe. Because everybody told you her brain couldn't handle nothing. <laughs> yeah. For real. that's the, Y'all laughing. I'm being yeah. dead serious. No, I agree with you. People thought that's I was crazy truth. when I said that's to be the number one question. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's so crazy. That's true. That's true. You got that vaccine one or two. You got both. Oh, I'm out of here. Peace. Yeah. That's... <laughs> exactly. You know. Um, But mm-hmm. we really appreciate you guys. Oh, you have one more question, baby. Oh, I wanted to ask y'all a question because, so the realest, I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up. The realest, um, because she, you know, she did this episode on relationships, which is very, very important because a lot of people are looking for a companion during these tough times that we're going through. Yeah, I, I, I felt like um, doing an episode <laughs> with you guys. It's only right if we ask, you know, like some really no, the real, real gutter questions. He I just was... want to ask one question about. I was. It's safe to say during your late teens, early twenties, you guys. It's probably like the eighties, right? Eighties, mm-hmm. nineties. So, what was like a real big uh, conspiracy thing that might have happened in the eighties and nineties that you guys remember? That's probably very relevant right now. If you could remember something. For his relationships? No, no, no. This is just on? off relationships. This is straight conspiracy. This government. is something he wanted to ask you guys both. Yeah. Oh, like, what's well, something in the 80s and 90s that's going on now that you remember? 
Well, here's the thing: during that time, we where you don't, it's it's really not even, it's, it's not even in your brain at that time. I mean, I'm a '70s kid, so coming in the '80s, I was coming through my teens, and you know, the thing is, when you are coming up, and even I don't care if it's now or later, yeah, if you don't understand anything about uh, life, you don't understand anything about because there was GMO back then. We didn't know what that was. Oh, really? uh, anything about um, the, the times that we're living in, or the, the betrayal of prejudice, and Mm-hmm. The Jim Crows and Willie Lynch, those things that never appeared, they weren't even talked about at the table. So there was a lot of misconceptions and there's a lot of conspiracies, but you got to understand the reason they were, they were never sticking out like today. There was another thing called YouTube or Facebook. Mm-hmm. So we did everything by phone. And then we got in the late 80s or the 90s, we only had a beeper. So we didn't have this, this texting and this would happen and we can share files. So there was really nothing of a conspiracy. And if it was, it was forgotten about the very next day because we couldn't keep it going. The the, the reason so radio, you, you, you newspaper, keep, nothing. Right. Yeah. The newspaper had a few things, but like I said, we didn't, I didn't read newspaper. Right. Mm. I mean, average kid, my age didn't read newspaper. We didn't know what a Roswell, uh, the fake, uh, the, yeah. the so-called UFO wasn't mm-hmm. really fake. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize what that was until I got close to my twenties. Mm. You see, so there's a lot of things that went on back then, but I couldn't tell you yay or nay because it wasn't important. Then we didn't have a lot of communication that made uh, things look fabricated because it, was, it didn't keep going. Like it was said, Monday was forgot Wednesday. Today, the reason you keep talking about it because it's filed, shared, hmm. and it constantly revolves and revolves. So back in the 70s, 80s, things was hidden. Hmm. There was nothing to talk about. Damn, imagine how much stuff they them happened and they ain't tell nobody. There was a lot. <laughs> I just want to know if it was something that stuck out to you guys, like, you know, that's that's you know, nah. that they're talking about now, but it's been a thing since like the early eighties and nineties, like it's nothing new. Yeah, Dutch, he was mm-hmm. like uh messing with me. He was like, We mm. gonna have Yash and Navia on, you wanna talk about lovey dovey stuff? He's like, Let's talk about some real stuff. <laughs> and I was like, This is <laughs> this is real stuff. Talking <laughs> about some real problems. <laughs> Um, but uh, we really, really greatly appreciate you both um, coming on to the show because I know you guys are very busy with everything that you guys are doing, all your endeavors, and I know you guys are parents. So um, thank you so much. Again, we're going to give you guys another round of applause. Word, man. It's historical, people. Yes. <laughs> it's historical. Yes. Um, what a and, time to be alive, 2022. Yes, I, I hope uh, maybe another time, you know, y'all willing, we can have you guys again uh, for another show. Um, and if you guys just kind of wanted to shout out, like, you know, where people could follow you and um, follow your platforms, that would be great. Just go to Google and put in Yash Karakara Films and let it lead you to the brick roll, baby. <laughs> the man said that's Google me that's, that's just real talk just, all you have to do is just go to Google put in Yashkarakara films and anything you want to know every platform comes up it's mm-hmm. that simple it's that simple it's like being on the Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. <laughs> follow the yellow brick road folks all right. follow the yellow brick road yes and, and uh, everybody go check out Navia's World um, available on um, pretty much like all you know podcast streaming apps right 
Yes, the realest mm-hmm. listens to you all the time. She be in the shower. Yeah. She be at work. She I want to say. Uh, yeah, listen, Thank I know you. I don't hop in the comment section, but I don't hop in the comment section on Yasha's show either. <laughs> but I, I'm oh, there. Oh, man, that's that's amazing. And Thank I, you. I appreciate it. Yes. And you know, it's crazy. No, I just, <laughs> you know, a lot of my stuff is self experiences and I don't tell anyone to do something that I wouldn't do, you know, but um, it's um on Saturdays and Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If anyone ever wants to listen or chop, you know, jump in the chat. Um, I always have a lot of my my family. A career in sunny Florida awaits you. Join our security, dealer, and cash operation teams at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Receive up to a $2,500 sign-on bonus, and relocation assistance is available. Visit GoToWorkHappy.com and apply at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Hollywood, Florida. That's GoToWorkHappy.com. And join our team at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Mom, Dad, you should shop Amazon for back to school and save some money. See, I'm currently obsessed with superheroes and need all the superhero stuff. Superhero lunchbox, superhero backpack. But next year, it'll be something else. Maybe dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. But I can tell you not to spend a fortune and shop low prices for school on Amazon. Okay, good chat. Amazon, spend less, smile more. This is the FCB Radio Network, home of the best personalities and where real talk lives. Online at FCBradio.com. FCB. This is your man, Jeff Brown, and we back on the mic. We back on the mic, man. We've been away for about a, what, about a week or so, maybe a couple weeks, but that's okay. We had to take a little vacation. We had to, uh, what we call, come apart before we fall apart, and you on with the Hulk the most, and uh, I got my partner with me. I ain't going to say my partner in crime. Well, yeah, he's my partner in crime when it comes to uh, media. Uh, Mr., what I call him, Mr. Liberty, the Kingpin, uh, Reverend Duron. All of that and more. His new name is The Hat. His new name is The Hat. My man, Dario Morrow, is in the building with me. Listen, man, we kicking off a phenomenal show, man. Uh, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm just uh, mad at these fight videos you be posting on Instagram. Hey, man, listen, you gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna trip on the you gonna trip on the one I'm getting ready to post today. Oh the, Lord! The fight that broke out at the at the uh, Dollar General, brother. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna you gonna you gonna trip on that one, bro. Uh, the ending on it is crazy. I, I'm not oh, gonna even boy. tell you what happened, man. But you gonna see, you gonna trip. 
<laughs> so yeah, all that, all that's crazy. But uh, in addition to that, man, we got special guests, the world-renowned, internationally known DJ Chill X in the building. The, hey, we call him Mr. House Music. He's hey, they had a show called House. We understand he was Dr. House. We got DJ House in the building. Uh, this is the man who innovated and changed the game when it comes to house music, man. Um, bringing it to um, to the urban community and just really made a name for itself internationally and nationally, man. My man, DJ Chill X in the building. What's good, brother? Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much. Everything's good, man. Hey, man, well, listen, we glad to uh, have you with us, man. Big shout out to uh, Yolanda Mack. And her team yeah, and her staff as well. Yeah, big shout out to her. And, uh, hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. She works hard for her clients, man, because we've been missing each other, and I'm just glad they uh, finally got you on. You know what I mean? So, yes, indeed. Uh, that's dope, man. Listen, man, I'm going to jump right into this interview. Hey, DJ Chill X, where did that name come from? And where, what, what's up with the X, man? Talk to me about that. That's, that's different. That's unique. I mean, beyond – I've always been called chill since I was a kid. So, you know, I was yeah. chill well as a kid. Went to college, I was chilly chill. <laughs> and then at some point, um, if you remember that Malcolm X movie came out, right? Mm-hmm. So I did it, you know, I was doing tapes and mixtapes and all that back then. So I did a mixtape and I just put chill X on the mixtape. So... You know, one of my friends, um, brothers used to always just started calling me Chill X, Chill X, Chill X. And, you know, later on down the line, um, you know, Chill is a popular name. So the Chill was taken and I was like, well, Chill X is a good name, you know, to keep the uniform. <laughs> right. the so, yeah, you know, I just yeah. kind of adapted that name, Chill X. But I always had yeah. the Chill part, but the X came later on. Yeah, that's dope, man. And, and that's what we talk about when we talk about creativity, man. Now, you know, this house music, um, you know, when you talk about that genre, man, of music, uh, how did you get into house music, man? Like, I mean, what, what was the niche? What, 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 why did you choose that when you have hip hop and you have, you know, R&B, you have all these different other uh, genres of music, music that people love and they vibe to, right? Excuse me. So what what's house music, man? What why why house music? Well, I mean, house music for me was an extension of our culture in Jersey. Jersey is a house music state, especially mm-hmm. in northern Jersey. We had the Zanzibar going on back in the day. So I came up, I was doing hip hop. I was listening to hip hop. I was had my tables out scratching, battling, and all that, but also in Jersey we kind of adapted that house music because of Zanzibar and all the clubs were all playing house music. So we also right. had that house music part of us that, you know, I just kind of grew into. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And house music, man, it, it's dope because it's, it, it, it has a drive. It has, you know, it has this continual, you know, cadence that's, you know, dun, 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 dun. You know, it, it gets you going, you know what I'm saying? And you be sitting up at the party, you be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then it elevates the party too. Like it goes from one from one level to another level and the energy builds. And um, I think that's, that's, that's dope, man, that you were able to really capitalize on that. You know, um, interesting now, you became 
the first DJ to introduce house music to Connecticut back yeah, in the well, 80s? Yeah, back in the 80s, I was up in Connecticut. And like I said, being from Jersey, that was part of our culture. So we had a little Jersey crew up in Connecticut. And when we did parties at Yale, Southern Connecticut, we always did a little house music set and kind of bought that house music up there. And I was on the radio up there too. So I always yeah. did a house music set just to represent what we are here in Jersey and to introduce them to something different. So I always played the house music set. You know, I did everything else, you know, hip hop, R&B, but, um, you know, I always yeah. make sure to do that set for house music up there. So let me ask you a question. When you look at where, you, where you've come from and you look at where music is today, right? Uh, do you think the essence of house music and the essence of hip hop has been lost with the, with the culture? I'm, you know, I think, you know, at some point house music kind of died out and right now it's a huge resurgence going on of house music. Um, hip hop, you know, where we came from, hip hop changed a lot to where it is now. Um, you know, it, it's it's kind of hard to get into some of the hip hop that's going on now, but right, you know, hip hop is hip hop. It's what that younger generation make make of it. So you know, it's hip hop. Yeah, you, you know, you talk about house music died out. You know, I think um, when you look at Afro, the Afro, uh, what they call it, Af what's it called, Dario? Um, the the Afro beats they have now. You know, a lot yeah, of Afro you know, beat. Afro beat. <laughs> What was it called? Afrobeat. Yeah, the Afrobeat. Yeah, Afrobeat. The Afrobeats, right? Okay, I, I I thought it was something else, but I knew it was the Afro the Afrobeats. When you look at that, that's somewhat of house music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a it has a foundation of house music. Would you agree? Yeah, yes, indeed. And then, you know, in, in Africa, house music is surging over there, also. So that's actually an extension of house music. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because when you look at it, so now, so now when you look at that, based on your brand and what you what you coined, do you think that um now this is the time for you to bring it back, go strong with it, give it a different feel? You know what I'm saying? I mean, what what do you think about that? Well, we are. We we definitely we do we incorporate a lot of Afro house into our house music, especially here in Jersey, where yeah, uh, you go to New York, they're slightly different, but Jersey is a very Afro house music state. We play a lot of Afro house here. Yeah. So we do incorporate a lot of that into our music here. Got you. So uh then when you talk about now, so when you when you mixing and you doing your thing and you out there getting the crowd going right, so who's your favorite hip hop artist that you mix with house music? Like you know who's some of the what's what is your marquee? You know what I'm saying? People say you know we we know that you know this DJ chill. We know this DJ chill. What um hip hop that I mix with house? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I man, you know I'm an old school head, so you know I, I like the Biggies, the J, yeah. you know, the yeah. Rock Pims, you know. So if I do anything, it'll be some of the even some the old LL I can mix with some house music. So gotcha. you know, it's more more the old school for me. More the old school, okay, good. Yeah. So now, man, you know, being in the game, you know that you've been in, and and you know you've been in this long. My question to you is. There's some young kid, there's a young man, young woman that's coming up. 
and you know they're trying to find their way, right? What 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 words of wisdom can you offer them um, to stay relevant to continue to work on their craft? What words of wisdom can you give them? Uh, I mean, first have a love for what you're doing. You gotta love what you're doing and have that passion first of all. And um, you know, second of all, you gotta be consistent. There's gonna be a lot of downfall. It's gonna be tough starting off. You just gotta stay consistent and wait your time. Because if you work yeah. hard, you stay consistent, something will pop off eventually for you. Dope. And my last question for you, because you know all good things must come to an end. Um, is there any artist that you haven't worked with that you would like to work with? I mean, the house, house music genre, I mean, definitely like a black coffee over in Africa. Um, uh, you know, Joe Cassell, I mean, even a Beyonce or one of them, I, I would love to work with any of them. Dope. Well, there you have it. DJ Chill, man, we appreciate you coming on. Listen, how can our followers and our listeners follow you, man, and connect with you, brother? Hey, you can always go to my website, www.djchillx.com, or hit me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, slash DJ Chillx. You can catch me on any of those platforms. There, there you have it, my man. DJ Chill X in the building. We call him Mr. House, DJ House, taking over the world with the house music, man. And make sure you all connect with them. Go support his brand. Go support his music. Listen, also, go subscribe right now on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast on your favorite listening advice right now to the Jeff Brown. So listen, we got to go pay some bills. We'll be right back. These days, it seems like everybody's talking, but no one is actually listening to the things they're saying. Critical thinking isn't dead, but it's definitely low on oxygen. Join me, Kira Davis, on Just Listen to Yourself every week as we reason through issues big and small, critique our own ideas, and learn to draw our talking points all the way out to their logical conclusions. Subscribe to Just Listen to Yourself with Kira Davis, an FCB radio podcast on Apple, on Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. A career in sunny Florida awaits you. Join our security, dealer, and cash operation teams at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Receive up to a $2,500 sign-on bonus and relocation assistance is available. Visit gotoworkhappy.com and apply at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Hollywood, Florida. That's gotoworkhappy.com and join our team at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Mom, Dad, I humbly suggest you save some money and shop Amazon for back to school. It's for my growth, meaning my body's growing at an alarming rate. And clothes you buy me this year will be very small very soon. Plus, the clothes I love today will be out of style tomorrow. But at least your wallet doesn't have to be my fashion victim if you shop low prices for school at Amazon. Hopefully this is helpful. Amazon. Spend less, smile more. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Yo, and we back and we back. Man, listen, that was a dope interview with my man DJ Chill X. Now listen, um, we got to get into some hot topics. Now, hey, now Darvio, you know, I know we sometimes, we, we deal with political stuff, but we don't. But this is a funny for us, bro. We got to agree on this. <laughs> so the Republican candidate in Georgia, um, GOP candidate, Herschel Walker, former football legend, in a open 
I guess he was at a rally or some type of event. But anyway, in his speech, he says that U.S. that the United States have the most clean air than any country in the world, and that if uh, let me and I, let me make sure I, I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing what he's saying here, man. He says that if we continue to deal with China in a sense, that that clean air goes over to China and China's air makes it dirty because they don't have clean air. And I was trying to understand, you know, as a media guy, Darby, I try to be fair. I've worked on being non-biased. I think I've gotten way better. But I think you said this best, Darvio. It's not about politics. It's about policy. Correct. Could you see him writing a, a policy on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering. I mean, if, he, if, he, if he's happened, if for some ungodly reason he's elected. Can you see him on the Clean Air Committee? Can you see him, <laughs> you see him sponsoring or, or being one of the authors of a clean air energy bill? That's, that's, that's a yes uh, or no answer, Gabriel. Because I know you... The only thing I'll say about this is this. There was a report that came out today that said he brought he brought in brand new staff of experienced Washington people to run his campaign. And what I will say is let them write the script and stick to the damn script. <laughs> stop, stop the freelancing. <laughs> stop. Just stick to the script. Just read the damn script. Don't do anything else. Read the script. Hey, hey wait a minute. Hey, that's like... <laughs> Hey, you know, that's like uh you know that's like you tell a kid, hey, don't do that. <laughs> Stay right here. Don't move. Don't move. <laughs> hey, don't move. Don't touch that. Get out, move back. Did I say move back? <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Hey, hey. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> hey, you know, Earthquake said that, you know, that black folk always talk about putting putting something in their mama name. And he said that uh -huh. black folk will be talking about putting their air in their mama name, you know, because people. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Earthquake. Love Earthquake. Hey, shout out to comedian Earthquake. Also, shout out to my man. Lee Weingart, who I know would not be talking about the clean air going to China. Or be talking about <laughs> but he does have some great ideas, my friend. Big shout out to Lee Weingart, uh, candidate, Republican candidate for uh, Cuyahoga County, uh, County Executive.
uh, <laughs> office, man. That is funny, man. So listen, we'll be right back. We're going to go check on my air. Make sure. <laughs> we got to go check. Dario, go check on your air. We'll be back. <laughs> A career in sunny Florida awaits you. Join our security, dealer, and cash operation teams at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Receive up to a $2,500 sign-on bonus and relocation assistance is available. Visit gotoworkhappy.com and apply at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Hollywood, Florida. That's gotoworkhappy.com and join our team at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Mom, Dad, you should shop Amazon for back to school and save some money. See, I'm currently obsessed with superheroes and need all the superhero stuff. Superhero lunchbox, superhero backpack, but next year it'll be something else. Maybe dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. But I can tell you not to spend a fortune and shop low prices for school on Amazon. Okay, good chat. Amazon, spend less, smile more. This is the Jeff Brown Show. And we're back, and we're back. Hey, my energy, hey, my ear is clean, and it's, it, uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> I came back after the break. We good. I'm straight. You know, we straight. We good. Your <laughs> ear cooled over there? Yeah, my ear is good. <laughs> Just stay to the strip. Okay. Anyway, um, um, moving on. Uh, R. Kelly, who just recently received thirty years, uh, thirty years prison sentence, is now engaged to one of the ladies who allegedly was a part of the sex ring or sexual abuse or uh, I don't even want to say sexual abuse more so this thing was about uh, underage you know yeah. Uh, yeah this thing was really huge uh, some people even question the charges though uh, Darvio you know um, like he was charged like with a Rico and yeah. you know when you charge with a Rico man that's that's like kingpin type you yeah, know, they were stuff, saying, you know, basically saying you you were running a criminal enterprise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, That's what and, that is. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I do think he has some grounds to to appeal that, but also, um, the some of the court documents came out recently. No Jumper uh, reported on some of it and showed that some of these parents sent their children purposely, sent it. yeah, to R. Kelly. Yeah, and and one parent told their daughter to try to get pregnant. Ain't that deep? That's deep, man. Ain't that but deep? we talked about Ain't... we talked about that. We talked about that right right when that uh when that documentary came out. We talked about it on this show that they was out here that some of these parents. Was I out know, here and I and they kill it. I said the same thing, Darvio, and um and um my thing was with this whole piece is that. Make the man accountable for what he's wrong for, but don't put charges on the man that has nothing to do with the actual crime that you alleged that he did. And also, he should not, he should not only be the only one going to prison if that's the case. And I've always said this. I said, Darvio, that the parents should be held accountable 
the, the those that was on staff that covered it should be held accountable. And, you know, but to make it seem like this guy had a criminal enterprise, it's just, it's, it's not like he went and stole these kids or he he uh, he kidnapped them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. These people will, willingly brought their children to him. And nothing happens and to the parents. Nothing. They're not held accountable or anything. Right. So it's just kind of different, man. You know, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't get it, man. And and now, um, you know, you look at the thing, it's like, dang, you know, like, damn, man, like, really? And now uh, the young lady, uh, Jocelyn uh, Savage, mm -hmm. was one of the young women that he was with at the time. Um, now they're engaged. And she says, and it's kind of interesting, man, that the system... Uh, prosecute this man, give him 30 years, and yet one of the women come back and say, hey, I'm engaged to him. It's a yeah. weird dynamic. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's just crazy. But he's engaged. So he's got a woman, and she's riding it out with him, and um, uh, one of the young ladies who's allegedly a part of this, that was uh, allegedly one of the victims, I believe uh, she's riding it out with him. So she says she love him and, and you know, she's going to ride it out with him, you know? Yeah. And we'll see <laughs> how that goes. They, and I think he should file an appeal, at least for the Rico. I mean, I don't, and I don't think he should be charged with that. Charge him with the right thing and then, you know, take it from there and hold him accountable for that. But I hope that they will hold the, the parents accountable for what they did to him. So congratulations to R. Kelly. He's engaged. Uh, getting married in prison. So we appreciate uh, love. Hey, who, who say you can't uh, find love in prison, right? So, from prison, you know? Right. <laughs> stupid, man. Found love, man. One of his, one of his right. exes came back to him. One of <laughs> so, it's crazy. You're so silly, man. Real quick, Rick Mills. You know, as we get ready to wrap up, Mick Mills. And Rock Nation have parted ways. Um, there's a lot of speculation come, and that's about this. Billboard uh, broke the story. Uh, we know that uh, uh, Jay Z and Meek Mills came together when Milk, when Meek Mills, they went to prison, and um, and they came together to uh, uh, speak on criminal justice reform, and they really had a, a nice campaign going for that, and it helped a lot of uh, brothers and women come out of prison. Um, and they did a lot of great work. So I don't know what that is. So we're going to be staying connected with that story as well. Um, but I can only imagine what happened with that relationship. You know, um, yeah, I, I can only imagine, right? So, I yeah. mean, I mean, Dom, you, you, you didn't hear nothing about that, right? Or you, or you, oh, you not really. No, yeah. not really. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. And then we got, uh, Kim Kim Glass, the Olympian, um, Olympian champion. She um, she was assaulted the other day by a homeless person. Now, I don't. Now, from what I do understand, that the homeless situation in California is bad. Yeah, and, it's really uh, bad. I, it, it's really bad. So, but that don't give nobody no excuse to uh, hit somebody because you're homeless. Okay. Yeah. And so, I mean, that don't even make no sense. Well, they're not doing, they not, the, the, the reason why it's bad in California is because they're not doing anything 
to help get the homeless off the street to put them in transitional housing right. so, and things like that. Right. They just say they just let them just stay on the street. So let me ask you a question. You say transitional homes, right? Okay, you right. get them in a transitional home, right? Some of these people not just need transitional home, but they actually need real programming that can show them how to manage their money, how to make proper Agreed. investments. And, you know, so, you know, outside of getting them shelter, but because if they don't have the tools that they need, then they'll be back on the street. They're going to end up so, back on the street. I agree. Yeah. So they, so you, you got to put together some type of programming that gives them financial literacy, yeah. you know, that, that gives them a job. Well, you and know, and some of them, and some of them also need help. Like they need help. help. Yeah. Like they need to get any counseling need, and medication yeah. and, yeah. All this kind of stuff, but I don't I don't know why the hell California thinks it's more humane to just leave them on the street yeah. <laughs> where they can go beat people up and you know it's been homeless people that then rob people, kill people in California, all kind of like clearly you there's a problem here. Like right. <laughs> they might want to start addressing that instead of just thinking it's more humane yeah, it's, and it's, aggressive it's, it's, to leave people it's, it's definitely street. a bad situation you know and um you know it's just sad so my my, my best of luck to uh, uh kim blast hope she gets well and here's another thing you know at least the has got clean air cord nurse worker so um they can um enjoy that clean air you talking about that <laughs> when they go over there trying to get, a, get, a get dirty so, <laughs> so uh, with that said man we come to this to the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> what did you learn, man? This is my favorite part. What did you learn today, Darby? Um, I learned that you love air from China. And you know what I learned today, Darby? You eat Chinese food. So listen. Uh, <laughs> He's stupid. If I see you at hey, if I see you at Benihana making a a, a, a combo shrimp steak and salmon combo, I'm gonna know something, man. So listen. Uh, well, it sounds like you're pretty familiar with it. Hey, listen. Hibachi to go is my go-to. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, hey, listen. I got, hey, ain't no shame in my game, man. Hey, for 14 bucks, you get salmon and shrimp. You do it. Hey, I guess. Light on the vegetables. Yum yum sauce. Fried rice. Hey, can't beat it, brother. So listen. <laughs> I just got home. I got to go give me something to eat. Hey, listen. Love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you guys go subscribe right now on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Listen, we, we love you. We love you. Love you. Thank you for always supporting. Continue to spread the word and spread love. We will see you next time on The Just Well Show. The FCB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide. Mom, Dad, you should shop Amazon for back to school and save some money. See, I'm currently obsessed with superheroes and need all the superhero stuff. Superhero lunchbox, superhero backpack. But next year, it'll be something else. Maybe dinosaurs? I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. But I can tell you not to spend a fortune and shop low prices for school on Amazon. Okay, good chat. Amazon, spend less, smile more.
It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day.